Welcome everybody to Do Live Audio Experience. This is Dennis Shirovi, your founder of Do Live, the marketing conference in Youngstown, Ohio. We had a great Facebook, LinkedIn Live, and I really want to share this episode with you because we get into talking about health, wellness, anxiety. Oh, shoot. In this episode, we actually get into talking about Donnie Marie Osmond. There's a really awesome story about Lenny Kravitz. Actually, it's really Lenny Kravitz's dog, so let's be honest with it. Um, we featured Amanda Reardon, who is the marketing person for the YSU, Youngstown State University Recreation uh, Center, and also Vicki Magwire. I know that I'm chopping that name up, and she's probably going to kill me for that, but she's a Reiki master uh, and just really talks about health, wellness, as well, and good energy. I want you to give this a listen. It's a really fun episode. Share this with a friend. Thanks so much. Have a great day. I do like that runner's high. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like you have to get out of your head to get into your head to get out of concept, but right. then you just. How are we doing this? Oh, oh. Yeah, I do like that runner's high. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like you have to oh, get so out we of can... your head to get into Is it like a delay? Like, Must be. Concept. Do it. <laughs> All right, cool. Because so, it's the podcast. Just so so that they can they can hear us. We're okay. good. Okay. okay. Good. That's good. Because if you can't hear us, <laughs> you're just seeing a lot of motion. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of a podcast. Yeah. Anyway, if you're on, you got any questions for for Vicky or Amanda? Please go ahead and drop them in there. Yeah. So now, as as to what you do in in uh, as a Reiki mm-hmm. master. Yes. Right. It's it's restorative healing. It's mm-hmm. it's energy. It and is. there's a meditative process that's that's a part of that. Yes. How do you get people? Because I, from my understanding, it's all about breathing that gets you to that meditative state. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to go out and run six miles. Right, right, right. There's <laughs> many ways. I mean, talk about meditation. You guys just brought up a good point of you could be active meditating, right? You could be running. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that meditation has to be very like, um, you know, and it's <laughs> like that's one way, but there's many ways. So, um, but yes, it's it's a lot about breathing and. A lot of times when I'm so Reiki, you you said it beautifully, it's, you know, it's energy. That's what it's based off of. Um, But for even people that don't totally understand it, I'm just getting them into a meditative state. So whether or not, you know, they're fully understanding what's happening, it's you are taking that time, whether it be 15 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour that you're working with me where you're just quiet. You're just still. And how many times do we do that? I mean, you guys are just talking about your busy lives right before us with children. It's like, how many times have you just been like, you know what? I'm going to lay down for 30 minutes in complete silence and just focus my breathing. It doesn't happen very often. So when I have people doing that, like, that is half of it, right? It's just getting them to. University of Alabama football facility is like a $250 million investment. And one of the things that they put into that facility for that for the student athletes, let's not kid ourselves, um, for the athletes that go to school at Alabama, is they they put in a um, sensory room, mm. and it's completely sensory deprivation, no phone, right? It's and it's like a it's one of those old school water water beds, yeah. so they can go you can go in there. It's dark, like a little bit lights here and there, to deprive yourself of of all that. When we go out snowboarding. One of the biggest observations I can make about my kids on this on the lift is they're always like in awe of how quiet it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, it's a little bit disturbing for how noisy their lives are. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. <clears throat> no, true. I agree. And to come up and bring up the point at the rack, we actually have a meditation studio at the rack. And I see you said you used to use the rack all the time and you didn't even know. I did not know. So it's like a little um, room that as soon as you come in our main entrance, you take a left and there's a little meditation studio. Sometimes we do some of our yoga live, um, some of our, um, we've done some online yoga classes, Mm -hmm. things like that. And they will do them in there. Sometimes we film in there, but 
um, we we want to encourage our students. You know, you were talking about everybody was so stressed over COVID and things like that. We want to encourage our students to come in. There's a place in there for them to go in and relax and unwind, even if it's in between classes or before a test or things like that. So we actually have a meditation room in the facility. So have nice. you noticed? So have you noticed? Like, I mean, obviously, as an outlet um, rec center. Um, in, in, in all the health and wellness that you're in over the past 24 months, have, have there been increases in people's attraction to outlets at the rec center? So I feel like ours has kind of decreased. Now, I will mm -hmm. say in our programs that we have to offer to our students, so we're not just a rec facility. We have other programs yeah. like um, in the evening, um, helping with wellness, helping with yeah. financial health. Um, helping we do some um, adventure rec programs. So we offer a lot of different fitness and wellness programs. Um, but we do have been getting some um, more participation in our programs. I feel sad because I feel like our participation um, across the entire student body is a little oh. bit down. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if that's because students aren't coming to campus because they're choosing online courses. That's exactly why. Like, yeah. I think there's two correlations there. Number one, enrollment, unfortunately, is is flatlined right now. And it's and, and then two, you had this um, remote learning option for for quite some time. Right. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think that um, but I, I think that we're in this this spot because we do a, an in-person event that as we get through this year in learning to kind of live with these things that have now been cyclical for two years right mm -hmm. it's going to get quiet in the spring and, and hopefully it doesn't get everybody riled up come next school year but i think right. those things see things start to say like this is here we yeah. have to deal with it yeah. right and That's how about right. you have you noticed people mm -hmm. turning to say like i gotta deal with mm -hmm. x i gotta get myself right healthy oh yeah yes 100 percent. yeah i mean this has just been I, I've always said uh, through this whole process of the pandemic and everything, I'm like, you know, 2020 was like, and I've heard it from other people too, like perfect vision. I feel like a lot of people got to like, wait a minute, I had to step back because I physically can't go out anymore. Right. So now I had to go inward and I have to figure out like, I'm adjusting my glasses. Like, what exactly am I doing with my life? Like, do I enjoy this? Do I not? Oh my gosh. I have a lot more stress anxiety than I realize. Like, oh, I'm, I'm really attached to things that I, I should not be attached to maybe, right. you know? Right. And so I feel like through these last, you know, 24 months, it's opened up a lot of people's mind to other ways of living, right? You know, like happier ways of living. I don't always have to be on the grind and just like through the motions. It's like, I can relax and maybe I should relax. So a lot of people have, you know what I mean? Like it's right. But Cause you know, what do you do? You get in a default setting. You think that like high energy, high stress is where you're supposed to be yeah. until you crash one day and then you're like, why did I crash? Oh, for the last, I don't know, 16 years of my life, I've been, you know, right. drinking this seven day long. Yeah, all day long. And you think that's like normal. Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. make, I make absolutely zero excuses about blowing off a day going snowboarding. Oh, kids. I love that. Oh, you know, we go mountain biking all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, we got back in October from a three day trip and I yanked them out of school. We rode about 50 miles in three days. And, um, you know, I'm, ha I'm actually at the point now where they're getting good enough and I'm having difficulty keeping up with them. <laughs> yeah. It forces me, right? But like, you know, you, you people, this grind mentality, this hustle mentality that you see on the internet is, mm. in my opinion, a, a fake bravado world that ends badly. Right. Either like, in yeah. stress, physical, heart attack, whatever it is. But yep. so um, you lived in Colorado for a while mm -hmm. and in, in what Vicky does is pretty common practice, yes. obviously, right? In 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 an area like that, um, did you see that pretty frequently? Yeah, I think um, in Colorado, you know, moving out there it was a culture shock. Okay, yeah. oh, for those of us Where who were you? are, we lived in Fort Collins area for two years, and then we lived in Wheat Ridge for an area which is um, just west of the, about an hour west of the city. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a culture shock um, oh, because one, um, I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I mean, <laughs> oh, are and you? I am a total extrovert, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, and I think you probably yeah. seem like you are too. Yeah, there are a ton of extroverts oh, yeah. in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So, like everybody walking around was like me. Oh. 
And it was a little culture shock because I'm not used to that. So people are like, hey, how are you? You're like, oh. Like people talk to each other in the grocery store yeah, oh. and they make eye contact and say, oh, yeah. how's your day? Not really so that's yeah. not, unfortunately, it's just a different time. Mm. Fairly open. And very, yeah, and they're very open they're too. Always, yeah. They're about fitness and there's a lot of things yeah. to do out there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so you're talking about there's tons of hiking, there's tons of outdoors, even in the winter, you know, yeah. I think people in Colorado don't like you to tell people how wonderful their weather is, <laughs> um, but their weather is really great. Yeah. You know, the sun yeah. is intense and yeah. so the snow's gone in the afternoon yeah. and, yeah. you know, the lowest, you know, you're going skiing in the mountains and it could be like 40, but because of the sun and the altitude, it feels like. 55. So you're in like a heavy sweatshirt skiing or snowboarding. Yeah. So, um, you know, but there, that is why we ran our first half out there because mm. everybody's doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, and then when we moved back to Ohio, I was like, oh, I didn't realize there were so many running groups in Ohio. Mm -hmm. But um, you notice that once you've been fit and then you come back to a place, because I remember thinking like, Oh, runs a half marathon in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm a big advocate though, because because of the 25 years of mountain biking and and then snowboarding that I've done, and former you know coming out of playing traditional sports growing up, because that's what we have. We have basketball, baseball, and football, and that's what you play. Right. Um, mm -hmm. We don't have one group in this immediate area that can stand up kind of up on their own. And, and Colorado's got their tri community. They've got their mountain bike. They got their hiking. They have their individual communities, and there's so many of them at scale. Yeah. Whereas we have a small group of mountain bikers, a small group of runners. And and I always say, like, we all kind of got to, like, form one big group almost to a certain right. extent. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you've been doing something that I would say is not necessarily um, – I don't want to say early adopter or mm -hmm. laggard adopter, but I'm, I'm, there's not a lot of what you do in this area. Mm -hmm. Education mm -hmm. process misunderstood. Mm -hmm. How's that? Talk, talk a little bit about that. Like people are so, like, what do you do? Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's funny too, because even like my family at first was like, what are you doing? And a lot of people mistake it for a religious thing. Um, you know, I was raised Catholic. My family is mostly Catholic. And, and I decided, you know, I, I keep some things from that, but I'm more spiritual based. I'm more open. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, that's what drove me to kind of explore it. Um, but then afterwards, you know, explaining it, um, you know, people are like, well, you know, do you have any background in this? I'm like, well, you know, my master's is in education. I have a counseling background, school counselor, that's what I'm licensed in. So it's in a way I'm partnering that. And so I always try to explain, I'm like, I'm helping people, but in a different way. And a lot of times people need, like, they want like that physical thing that they see, right? Like, oh, like, give me medicine for this cut, you know? And that's what they think is going to work, you right. know? So <laughs> I like to, I, I know. Totally I know. And it's like, here's the thing, like, Western medicine is great. You know, if I go get hit by a car right now and I'm gushing blood, I'm not going to be like, let's just heal it. Like, no, <laughs> I need stitches. I need to go to the right. ER. Right, right, you know, right, there's, right. A, there's a time and place for right. so many things. Absolutely. Right. So that's what I like what I do because I'm explaining to people, I'm like, there's so much about your body that you don't, you, you take for granted. You know, when you wake up in the morning and you're awake, you're, you're conscious, you start breathing, your heart's still going entire, like your, your life is based off of right. that, right? Right. You don't have to say, okay, heart, start beating. Like things are happening naturally. There's other things that are happening too, based upon stress, you know, anxiety, things in your environment, but you don't notice it because it's not physical. Right. So you're not paying attention to it. Right. So what I try to tell people is like, you know, what what you're going to be doing with me or if you're coming to me for service or whatever it is, I'm trying to have you go inward. And a lot of times you don't have to be completely aware of exactly all the little details. It's just just be there. Be present, yeah. because if you're not present, if you're you're if you're back in what happened yesterday or if you're having anxiety about what's going on tomorrow, you're not present. So you're not focusing on what's going on right now with your energy and everything is energy. I mean, you think about like frequency, you think about like everything we have in this room, it, we're constantly getting bombarded by stuff all day long, you know, right. and we don't know exactly what it's doing to us. So I try to have people go, if we could just sit down and relax and breathe and I can work on some things with you, that's what, that's the whole point of it. You know what I mean? Right. It's to get people to be still. So, so Amanda, yeah. uh, in addition to the, to a meditation room over at, um, your, um, 
at the YSU Rec Center, there's yoga, there's classes. Yeah, we have like, yoga. Like we have, yes, yeah. we're a full-fledged gym. And yeah. we also have other things, especially for the students. Like we have intramurals. We have club sports for the students. Um, we have an aerobic studio. We have group X classes that are all included in your membership. So we have spinning. We have TRX. We have some really great classes right now. We're trying something new. We're actually doing traveling yoga oh. to other locations on campus really to try cool. to get students that maybe don't come to the facility but are interested in yoga. So like this past Monday, even though it was a terrible snowstorm, yeah. <laughs> we had um, our traveling yoga on the third floor of Mob Library. So, cool. so we're really trying to get the students involved and get them to understand all the things that we have to offer yeah. um, and help them with their well-being because we are hearing, just like everybody else, these students saying they're so stressed and oh. we just want these students to understand we have a lot of great things to yeah. offer on campus, Yeah. Um, but they're just underutilized, unfortunately. So we have like our adventure rec programs that we were, you know, I think, I, you know, you're talking about our mountain biking. We have actually programs that you can go out. We do um, some hikes. They'll yeah. do like we have a spring break staycation where they're going to go skiing one day. They're going to go hiking one day at an offsite location. So um, we offer we have that 53 foot rock wall yeah um, yeah you know and there's bouldering on oh, the rock let's wall talk about well. the rock wall for a <laughs> listen i don't know a lot about the rock wall and oh. i can tell you that i have never climbed it it's on my to-do list and all the students want me to do it but so i have some very strong feelings about rock walls in the meanwhile von dragish from dragish marketing uh has dropped on by he's our ed mcmahon he's Hi. a much <laughs> more stylish Ed McMahon, but he's our Ed McMahon. He's on the couch make, making his, in his appearance. He's a little off camera right now. We'll try and find a way, but you'll hear his voice. Um, so I have this fundamental belief about rock walls and kids these days. So they're all tethered to the rock wall. Mm -hmm. right. right. And they don't understand consequences because they're tethered uh, to the rock wall. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we yes. have bouldering, which and, you're not tethered. And, I, and so. so I like bouldering because we climb trees, right? And, yes. and so there was a consequence. You fall out of the tree, <laughs> you break an arm. Yes. Maybe, Very maybe much. not. Like yes. you get up, did I break? Is my arm okay? Right? 50-50. And shot. so like yeah. I do like bouldering. I like uh, there's a there's a now a rock climbing place here on Western Reserve Road that you can go to free climbing. And oh. I think it teaches I it, one, like go and take the risk, right. but understand too, like calculated risk, because right. if you fall, mm -hmm. there's a consequence. Yes, there yeah. is a consequence. Yeah. And we can't and, and so we all try to bubble wrap. Yeah. And you've got a lot more experience than I yes. do with this. You have you have kids from 22 to 5. Yes. 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 And, and um so you have, know, you have, right? I, have, I have a long, I have a longer way to go, but I'm like, you try to put your kids in situations that they're not bubble wrapped, Correct. big expense failure and a little bit of risk. Right. Right. And I agree. I agree. So my little ones have not done the rock wall. Well, my, my 11 year old has, but when I used to work at YSU, um, they used to have like, bring your kid to work day a long time ago. Mm. So the older two had gone through the rock wall. They did the high ropes course. They used oh, to yeah. do, they used to do all that stuff on bring, um, bring your kids to work day. And we do it still on family day um, for our members. We have two of those a year That's on cool. Saturdays, but, um, but I agree, you know, these kids are like in a bubble. I, my kids are not in a bubble. Yeah. So yeah. we went and did a high ropes course kids, not too long ago. Yeah. And I was really freaked out, even though I was telling it to something. <laughs> oh, I got, I, yeah, I got a little, I got a little afraid of heights. Yeah. On it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so I took the liberty of obviously, I, I we, we connected through uh social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vicky has a rather large following on TikTok of a half about a half a million followers. Mm -hmm. oh. Uh, your handle is slick Vic. B as in boy and A as in apple. It did stand for badass at one point, <laughs> but you know that's what it, that's what it is. That's okay. And you in that that's also Instagram as well. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Yep. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even find you on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. I will tell I you, you, I am not like active. I have not done anything. 
that's okay. And, but we have a bunch of different things for campus rec. I do know that. So yes. you can drop those so, And I will say that we just did a TikTok. So we're new Partner to TikTok at YSU. I'll help you guys. Um, but we just did it. We have several TikToks. But cool. the one that I was in last Friday has over 2,000 views, which oh, is really good because yeah, we have yes. no. Beautiful. We don't have that many. Um, Fun. Followers. So what? So, well, so what yeah. I want to ask is that you had a, a, a very, um, I'll say, personal post that you mm-hmm. w- that you made the other day um, a few years ago. You competed. I did. I don't know how many years ago it was, but I just yeah. know that I, I mm-hmm. uh, read the post. Yep. You you had, and it's like really, per, it's very, you know, you're mm-hmm. very exposed with like mm-hmm. your feelings mm-hmm. and what you're doing. Talk a little bit about why. Yeah. And and what and how you know. So I, I think I'm like, I think I've done everything you can do in life. <laughs> like, I just like to try everything, but, um, I did bodybuilding. So I did figure bodybuilding, um, two back to back. And, um, during that whole process, it was, I mean, if, I don't know if anyone's ever tried that around here no. or no in this room. Okay. No. But it's, it's more mentally draining than anything else physically because the discipline that goes into it, the sacrifice of what right. you're doing, the time, I mean, it is a, it's a job in itself. And, um, you know, you're on stage for what, maybe 10 minutes max altogether right. Right. just for that moment. Um, but the reason why I made that post is because I posted myself in the suit that I wore years ago, like a couple of days ago, yesterday, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I purposely put it on. A, you know, a couple times a year to remind myself that it's just a suit. It was just an experience and I don't have to like kill myself in order to fit into it. Because I right. used to look at those women and men and be like, Oh my gosh, this is like incredible. Like, you know, they look like, you know, these Greek gods and goddesses. I want to be that. And right. I got to do all these things to do it. And I was, I literally was killing myself. So during that time of dieting, I wasn't eating right. I mean, I just wasn't doing it. Cause right. even though you have coaches, it's like, you know, don't, they're only there so much. You go right. home and what are you doing? Right. You know? So right. it's the whole, like, I mean, I was that person who would take, you know, a piece of chocolate, switch around my mouth and then spit it out just cause I wanted to taste it. Like it was right. like a lot of body issues, yeah. a lot of, you know, eating stuff. And so, um, the minute I got done with those competitions, I was like, Ooh, I'm just going to eat everything in the world. So I did, but in doing that, I screwed up my intestine. Like I had to have a rush colonoscopy and they found this large mass in my intestine. And they're like, if this ruptures, you're going to be wearing like a bag outside of your body for the rest of your life. Because you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was that serious. And I was waking up in the middle of the night in cold sweats, like horrible pains. And here was this, it just, to be honest with you, I just couldn't get through. I mean, yeah. you know, because it was a high protein diet, and I thought I couldn't have fat. I thought I shouldn't be doing carbs. Like crazy right. mind. Well, so anyways, long story short, it took me a while to look at myself in the mirror and be like, I like the way I look. And if you know me on social media, like I'm constantly out there. Like I mean, I'm always <laughs> posing and woo, you know. And it's like it took me a while to get back to that because it's such a mind. I'm not going to say the word mind F, you know, it's like, you know, and so, um, I do that to remind myself that you don't have to, you don't have to suffer to get to your goals. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. You can find ways. There's multiple ways to go up a mountain. It doesn't always have to be the way that people say you can go around, you can take a (laughs) lift, you can whatever, go on some back. Like, so that's why I put it out there. So people realize that after you run a half marathon, Yes. Do you go to cheeseburgers and beer diets? <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Like, when we were going to have cheeseburgers. So that's actually really funny that you say that. Because we ran our half marathon in Colorado. And in Colorado, they're known for their craft beer. Oh, so at the end of the half that we ran, yeah. there were all these beer trucks. And yeah. all of these half marathoners, you know, were just filling up yeah. and all that stuff. So we're like... But, you know, I'm not even going to joke. We were just happy to end, you know, finish. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, these marathoners are coming in not that long after us. You know, like the ultra, you know, the winners. And we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we don't feel accomplished because they just ran a marathon. (laughs) Yes. You know, after, you know, not long after we just finished Mm -hmm. the half. So that's Mm -hmm. why we were going to run them. A marathon but yes we like the beer but i will say we are not you know we're in it to like bucket list type thing we're not 
in it to like but it's healthy like it I, healthy. I ran yeah. two marathons in one year um wow. that's impressive so yeah that's that pretty impressive that, I, I can't think about I've run around the block a few times <laughs> 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 you're looking at a guy that's got a little bit of OCD issues. Oh. I mean, I walked on college with my college basketball team, oh. like right. So, like, I, I have that that thing in me, of, you know, about competition and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I don't know, if I've gotten better over the years or not. But I ran, I I trained for a marathon, and and actually, the first marathon I ran, I had to switch goals up midstream okay. because I was like, first I was like, I was going to break a certain time, and then it was like. Oh, I'm just going to run the whole way to I'm walking right now. I'm not going to stop. I'm gonna finish, right? <laughs> yeah. So right. like you just yeah. switch goals, right? right? right. You just move really the quick. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, but by the time I got kind of more um, veteran with it, uh, I trained and um, I was on my home course. I was living in Columbus, mm -hmm. in downtown Columbus. And so I had trained on most of the course, but mentally that was the hardest marathon I ever ran because at any one given point in the race I was about a mile from my house I could actually see my I was like I could just cut down this street right here and be home yeah. and it was flat yeah. like it was right. flat and I ran a horrible time oh. I literally got on the internet and you're laughing at it I <laughs> and I and I had cheeseburgers and beers that <laughs> I literally started at, as as I'm eating the cheeseburger and drinking the beer. I'm literally looking for like I'm in shape. I'm gonna go run another marathon. Like where's the next marathon that I can go run? Right. I'm in shape. I'm gonna go. And yeah. unfortunately, that marathon happened so late in the season. There's really not one. Right. So Pittsburgh was the next one. Mm -hmm. right. So I I said uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna go run that one, which obviously. Hilly. Don't underestimate the hills. They oh, say it's not hilly, right. but you got to run out of downtown up in the Squirrel Hill. That's about a 14% grade. Like it, it's right. crazy. Oh. So oh, yeah. that's the last <laughs> time, weight wise, weight wise, like I was, mm. I, I got down to playing weight. It was like a wafy, like I, I, like, I mean, I really should be walking around at that weight. Oh. But then afterwards, I got binged. Like, yeah. I was, oh, <laughs> like two you. cheeseburgers. Sure. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, at the rec, clearly we encourage you not to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so we encourage you to, we're there to help you be fit year round. But I will say, I know we talked about some things like on whether or not people are coming in. Yeah. You know, spring semester, we always have a little bit more because people, you know, let's face it, it's college students. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. They're trying to get in spring break shape. Everybody's exactly. trying to do their New sure. Year's resolution, things like Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, so, too, right now we're in the period where most resolutions have already fallen apart. Right, I know. Right. But, but yeah, being that said, yeah. with all that fitness stuff, I mean, don't you think, like, you know, after you've experienced what you did, don't without the gluttony involved, like, there's got to be some reward for all the hard work, right? Oh, yes. Right. Yes. I mean, it, and it carries over. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it does. It's, whether you win or not or whatever, I mean, it's just the fact that you completed something. It doesn't matter how you mm -hmm. complete it. I think it's more important to say, hey, I did it, you know? Right. So, yeah. Right. And that's about the journey. Right? And, and then the journey. Exactly. You know, it's all about your fitness journey. Yeah. You know, you have a place where you started and you have a goal in mind and whether yeah. that's to lose weight or get in shape or run a half marathon or bike with your kids, you know, yeah. we're all on this fitness journey. And, I, yes. you know, I've never actually enjoyed the races. Really? Yeah. At all. No. Wow. No. And it, they kind of are awful. But they're, they're kind of awful. <laughs> and I've never, I've never enjoyed to be though. Like I've done 5Ks and 3Ks. You know, yeah. we, have, we have one every year, like the firecracker one in right. the 4th of July. Yeah. And, and same way. You gotta grow, you could run past my house. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I can just walk right in. Come on. Yeah. Like, and it's not a long, it's not a long no. run. But there's right. people everywhere. Like, I, I've always enjoyed the training aspect. Right. But mm -hmm. I, I think that we've gotten to the point and, and, you know, like I kind of admire, not the unhealthy part of the suffering, mm -hmm. but I kind of admire the suffering. Right. Yeah. Like the run, like we've gotten to the point in life where our lives are so comfortable and convenient mm -hmm. that like we buy a car and it doesn't have a lift automatic lift gate. Yeah. And we're like, right. Like <laughs> well, we don't have a button. And I'm like, you go to my, to my yeah. wife. I'm like, you go to the gym. Yeah. Like you go work out. Like, well, isn't that like part of the yeah. workout program? Yeah. She's like, not one of my hands are full. And I got three kids running around. And, right. and, and right. I mean, we're literally 
you know, at this point where if on the TV screen, if the thing is buffering and the game is lagging, our we're yes. like out of our minds, right? Yes. right? We're and very convenience heavy. Yes. yes. So like, I want to go winter early. camping, right? Yeah. I've never it's camped summer. in the winter. I've camped in the summer. It sounds cold. But, sounds not, <laughs> but I feel like there's something to the, the like, the, the grind of The it. connect yeah. with yeah. nature and the suffering that kind of gets you out of, because we locked down in our right. houses for six weeks. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're no, not I in front. We didn't have to sit in an attic and worry about, like, a foreign enemy coming to take us, and we made You're best right. friends with a fly. Right. We right. had internet, right. we had running water, we right. had gross. We no, yeah, I get it. There was yeah. a lot of uncertainty, but we were in the comforts of our homes. Right. Home and so, yeah, the home boat. Yeah. So I I get where you're coming from, I, but I'm not all about. You know, I well, agree, but I agree though. I do agree with you though. I think I think that I think that I think that burn. I think that that. You know, it's it's that burn that kind of drives you to get like I know like with if yeah. you just in, in running in general, like if you go out and start if I went out and start running today, I'm gonna be like okay, I feel like crap, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah. like but like the more you kind of get that grind mm-hmm. and the more you get that burn mm-hmm. and you're like and then it suddenly becomes not painful, it becomes more of a push. Right. But then like when you finally what I find is the hardest part is like you get to that point and you're like okay, like I did it. Yeah. But then you got to maintain it. Yes. Because if you don't, you know, then that's kind of like, that's for me the hardest part. Like that middle ground is like, because like getting there, but you know, we're we're about, actually, we have no time with on this shift. Oh, I didn't know about time. But we're at the point where we uh, celebrate one of our sponsors in our portion of the show called Cooking with Crows. Crows Cabinets will do new and remodel kitchens, baths, man caves, she sheds. Um, garage storage, custom shelving, you name it. They're a great local company here in Poland, Ohio. Um, and uh, they do work all over the area, commercial casework as well. So everybody cooks in their kitchen, maybe, mm-hmm. or on their grill, <laughs> or they like to eat out. So yep. Yep. what I want to hear, we talk a little about cheeseburgers and beers. What's your go-to? What's your favorite kind of give me either restaurant, food? What's your what's your go-to meal on a Friday evening? You got one? <laughs> Sounds so funny. <laughs> I am a sucker for like gecko or sheets. <laughs> oh my god, no, you know what? I'm not even kidding you. Like their wraps or whatever. I will get a like a tuna or a chick grilled chicken wrap on a I, I'm See, so, so lame. I know the healthy stuff at No, but I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> a I grilled will, wrap. Like, no, no, <laughs> but I'll do like the hummus or like the avocado, like little things, and I'm like, I just spent like thirty dollars on gas station food, but it's like to me, I could just I don't know. But sheets, I feel so good. by the way, sheets is so good. Is on another level. It, it is. Comes to, They're like, good. Order food is. That's what good. I'm saying. Yeah. It's very so. Good. And I completely forgot about it. But then when my son was in high school, like that was the place to hang out. I didn't oh, realize is. that yeah. in Get Go. Like yeah. they're like, it's we're gonna go hang out at Get Go. I'm yes. like, what? Oh yes. But I didn't go. <laughs> That's so like, Sheet or sheets, and they would go get their. Food. That's where we hung out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like that is yeah. so weird to me. It is. Weird. So, Amanda, how about you? What's the what's the go to oh. Friday night? Non. Your husband's a college football coach, so no, I'm he's guess, high school. So high school. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Friday nights generally, obviously in the fall, you're busy. Yes. But um, what uh, what typically this time of year? Well, I will say um, we love pizza. Up. Because we were in Colorado yes. for so long. Yes. Well, not so long. Colorado we were away pizza from the yeah. when we were away from Youngstown. I think people in Youngstown like forget or spoiled. Well, they don't realize unless they move out of Youngstown sure. how that's crappy nice, some of the other places. That's a nice. Yeah. You're a very nice yes. person. I'll, so, uh, I'm before I lived in New York City for five years. Let me just be real, right? We're spoiled here. Like, we, are. Just beat the deck. we are. We are very spoiled. We got great pizza. We yeah. have great phenomenal pizza. And, and multiple pizzas, yeah. depending right. on the kind that you like right. or whatever. And but we got... have like four go-tos that, you know, depending on where what we're in the mood for. You ever want to yeah. start an off? Like the, so part of this show for the better part of 10 years or 10 years, for uh, 250 episodes, we do rapid fire questions. And we knew that if we just asked the pizza question, it would like raise like a lot of responses. Yeah. <laughs> and so like Jeremy uh, Oklad is on and he does Youngstown pizza reviews, like oh, a live cool. pizza thing in town. 
And uh, he's like, ever indulge in pizza? Pizza is the best reward, cheat day food, LOL. <laughs> so what's your favorite local spot? Oh, local spot. Um, oh, what's the, oh gosh, it's in Canfield, that little area. Cornersburg? Yeah, um, no, not Cornersburg. Um, it's more like Chicago style based pizza. Oh yeah. Like thin crust. Are you talking slices. about Yostera? Yostera is good. Yostera is oh, really good. I can't think of it. That's I'll not think of it. Cornersburg anymore though. No, no, no. Um, it's the one that's, it's by, um, uh, the poorhouse and stuff like that. It's like a little pizza shop in there. Do you know oh, Bruno Brothers. Bruno. But they moved. My... They're not there anymore. Oh, well, that's my favorite. The yeah. Bruno's. The Bruno like Brothers piece. does have a very good New York yes. style slice. That's my they favorite. Do. Bruno, yeah. They do. They that's moved it. to Market Street, I believe. Is that, see, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I'm partial to Elton, but like last okay. night, uh, but I would argue this. Struthers has pound for pound the best pizza in the entire region. Really? They have four or five pizza joints that yeah. are like literally legitimately all in the top 10. Yeah. Okay. And so... I'm a big Elmton fan, but then my kid, and I'm a big St. A's Bistro fan. Jimmy is doing wonderful things down there. He's a good dude. I love supporting him. Um, and so my kids go to baseball last night and work out, and then they're like, can we get St. A's? So I call him over there and, like, pick it up on the way home because he's in shows when yeah. we work out in yeah. yeah, so give out a shout-out to St. A's Bistro. They're Saint really Bistro. good. Yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of good things. I have not yet had it. Me either. But where so. you you're you're on the other side of the world. I'm on the other side of the world. Where are you I'm, at? I'm completely on the other side. He's on the other side of the world. Yes. Other side of the world. There's not that over there. I know. I know. That's all gonna change. Yeah, yeah. All gonna there's change. natural barriers in every city. Yeah. yeah. And ours is Market Street. Mm. In downtown Youngstown, it's the hill. Between yeah, campus and downtown. Yeah, 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 yeah. That natural barrier yes. just is like yeah. this right. You're true. Yeah. In New York. It's the bridges over the water. Oh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. It's the tunnels. Yeah, yep, right. Um, and you just have so like we're sure. here. Yep. We when we moved back to Youngstown <laughs> region, we were like gonna settle it. We were like, well, we go to Boardman on the other side of Market Street. We might as well be back in Columbus because oh our family's not gonna come see us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my Which is God. so funny to me yeah. because when you move away and then you come back, you're like. It takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, to go anywhere. Like yeah. yeah. It's to like go 15 anywhere. minutes. 20 tops. You know, Are you glad even, you left? Um, I think it was nice to leave and come back because you appreciate things. But you're not. You you were from Columbus. I'm from the Columbus area. A little, a little small town outside of Columbus. So I yeah. never say where I'm from because yeah. where? people have no idea where it is. It's Johnstown. But from up here, they were like, oh, where the flood was. I'm like, no, we're on Johnstown. Oh. <laughs> and then so, they're like, you, yeah. you know, the guy that drank the cool. No, not Johnstown. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, oh God. No. So, so Johnstown is like. How was the assimilation to Youngstown? Obviously, you came the college route. Yes. So yes. a little bit of a different pathway, but I've lived Canton, Cleveland, New York City, Columbus, moved back to Youngstown nine years ago, was from here for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I find it, the people are wonderful. This is, oh, yeah. the, I, I love it here. We could have went anywhere we wanted. Um, I did so well in New York City because the people here fundamentally, New York City is a blue collar town mm -hmm. so they're very similar it yeah, worked right. it just worked right yeah um but relocating here is not the easiest place i think to relocate to we're, not we're, we're, if you're from a different area yeah. i feel like yeah. i will say like you said i came the college route um but the people are nice but like we are all about ethnicity which is what makes youngstown amazing yeah. okay mm -hmm. but that was not something that i grew up on Right. Like I remember coming to college. They were like, "Hey, what are you?" I'm like, oh, what, are you? <laughs> "What am I? Yeah. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Me, me. What am I?" But I got that a lot living right. in Columbus. Yeah. yeah, they would ask you. Yeah, I got that really? a lot in Columbus. So because they, the lack of ethnicity. Oh, okay. And I would always be kind of thrown for a loop. With yeah, that. yeah. When they would, I was like, I don't know what I am. I don't know, like Heinz fifty-seven. But up here, like <laughs> a lot of people are. 100 50 50. yes like yeah. they really know they stand by like there's well, the families to back it up for like right. three or four generations yeah, right. by the way right. what's exactly. the online uh thing you can do the dna testing oh yeah genealogy um, or whatever oh yeah i would argue that this area is the least interesting to want to do like mom yeah. my mom did right. it right she's like i'm from here and here i'm like Really? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. So like, are you gonna do it? I'm like, 
no, I'm your son. Like, I, I right. kind of can. Now, I will tell you, though, I think my brother-in-law did it, and, like, there was a bunch of stuff. Like, my mother-in-law is 100% German, and my oh. father-in-law is 100% Irish. Mm. Oh, wow. But there came up a bunch of things like on other. his yeah. that Were he different. was surprised, but it's, you know, all of those territory changes, and, you know, all the boundaries uh, where right, maybe yeah. this area... Of Germany, maybe it used once to be was France this, but now or, it's this. You know, right. all of the um, you know the history. Sure. So yeah, we're very good at playing though that two to three degrees of separation mm -hmm. here. And like the other day, I had a conversation, and I've been doing this a lot lately, joking. I was like, "Do we just get it out of the way now, of like all the people that you know that I know?" Oh, we yeah. do that now or at the end but, of the conversation? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna right. happen. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you just got, you were in Florida. Mm -hmm. what, what did it interest you about? Have you always lived here? I've always lived here. Yeah. I've yeah. always lived like Campbell and Austintown area. And then, yeah. What interests you about, uh, what interests you most about the, the possibilities of, of living elsewhere? You know, I'm just, I feel like I'm stuck in a bubble here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and just kind of like you said, it's like, I know everyone, they know me. It's like, you just, which can be a comfort, you know, right. it's kind of like, where everybody knows you. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about <laughs> yeah. this town, which right. is, it's good. It's, true. it's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as mm -hmm. my personality, I want to expand, you know, and especially with what I do, I mean, uh, the area is, you know, in a way, if you build it, they will come. I have that mentality, but at the same time, I'm like, but it would be easier if I go somewhere where people are at least more knowledgeable about it right. or had more, um, you know, networking or whatever. So that's what kind of interests me in that way. Plus, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of the white fluffy stuff that much. OK, <laughs> like I want it during Christmas and then boom, let's go right to spring. Yeah, so, I'm a beach girl. Like, I, yeah, I, I, think, like I, I agree. I think yeah. I think the, the snow, it's fun. It's, it's like, OK, yeah. yeah, it's great. I had fun doing it when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Over it. I'm good. <laughs> you gotta drive it in, you gotta do stuff. I'm like, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm already probably, but I think our spring, summer, and fall is just that good, though. I the fall is so green. The fall is great. It's it like a, immensely green. Now, with your fall, I mean, your Instagram following is equally as impressive as your TikTok following. Mm -hmm. Is that opening up doors and opportunities for you, even temporarily, to go speak, to endorse products, to. Mm -hmm. Did you bring my death water? Oh, yes. I didn't know you were coming. It's I would okay. have brought you no, one. No, no, that's fine. That's really it's okay. That's for you. Totally okay. It's really okay. Really so, fine. liquid death. Right. I'll pass <laughs> on the death water. Trust me. It's okay. I can't remember where I was the other day. And this somebody... is where this turns for the better the worse. I don't yeah, know. It's so good. You guys, crack it open. It's literally just water. It's just water. So, so I can't remember it's where good water. I was I mean, you know. where somebody brought this in and they were like, I can't believe my husband is paying. Yes. This, this for that death water. It looks like a beer. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Definitely like a beer. I mean, I think you're going to help us out more with your following on, on no. TikTok, but then we would with yeah. yours. But you gave a, uh, a code Murder or something your on your first. Facebook the other day. Why yes. don't you tell people where to find it? So, and what is this? So, it, <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell liquid us. death. You know, just, does that just make you want to drink it? Yes, <laughs> it does. Um, no, it, it's it's water, but it's obviously going to be more refined and just better for you as far as, you know, just tap water. Um, but this company, actually, I reached, I, I have a friend who owns um, his own music management company, mm -hmm. 10 and 8 Management, uh, Mishko. And he's like, hey, you know, I work with them. They work with my clients. And I love this water. In fact, bringing up sheets again, I would always randomly get it at sheets. And I'm like, there's just something about it so refreshing. Huh. So if you have never tried it and you want to like order something online through their site, um, you can get a free like koozie, two pack koozie with my code Slick Vic. That's all it is. You know, just Slick yeah. Vic. You, nice. you add the koozie on to your online order and you get that. But um, they have sparkling water too, which is really good. And they have all kinds of stuff. But it's, they're fun. If you go great. on their Instagram or TikTok, they are hilarious. I mean, it's great, great marketing. I mean, their marketing is amazing. Well, their tagline is murder your thirst. Yeah. Murder your thirst. Yeah. <laughs> if you read about it, like, it explains. Yeah. yeah. Content. Yeah. Yes. Their marketing is yeah, maybe one. It looks like you're drinking a beer. It does. Okay. When I'm in my car, I'm like, and there's a cop. I'm like, I swear it's not a course light. Like it is. I know. Water. 
two, it's talking about murder your thirst. Uh -huh. It's talking about recycle or die. Yes. You know, I mean, they're very cool. I just did a webinar this week on influencer marketing and, and yeah. tapping into, and Donnie and I, um, oh, we worked together with a, a local movie theater, uh, Golden Star Theaters. Shout out to them. And we we actually took the influencer. Out. We got we got a book of tickets. We we put them in the hands of people. We said, go out to the movie theater. Here's a free ticket, and make sure you document it on social media. Oh, cool. Um, Banksy. I don't know if you're familiar with the the street artist Banksy. Um, his works sell between two and fifty million dollars. He'll go and paint a rat on a wall, and there's a propaganda message behind it. Oh, cool. it's, it's the same thing with Obey Giant, um, and that movement uh the obama hope poster was done by Stuart freely a lot of controversy behind it anyway long story short they have an influencer program where they're bringing the art installation to cleveland soon and if you have like a minimum of two thousand followers on instagram they'll consider you for an influencer are you getting opportunities to endorse products to go speak because of the following that you've built up in your social media platform talk a little bit about that 100 yes um so I mean, obviously, Liquid Death, I reached out to them. Um, Massive Supplements, which is here on my little bag there. Um, they're great, too. And I mean, I, I help endorse with that. But, you know, it, it is. It's a big deal because if you think about the traffic that's coming to a lot of these high, you know, volume influencers, it's, it's, it's easy. Why wouldn't you, you know, throw some products their way and say, hey, try it. But it's good for me, too, because now I'm networking and I'm getting out there. So it's a win-win situation. People are coming and, to you. Yes, people are coming to me. Yes. And you um, have to vet, you vet, like, you obviously like this. I love it, yeah. Now, but, there are things in which I haven't liked and I've actually turned down. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Right. There, If you don't care, you don't care. But for me, I do have an image in which is me out there. You know what I mean? To be joyful, to be happy, to be fit. So if someone's coming to me and saying like, you know, can you wear this product that says like, blah, blah, blah. It's something that's not, a, you know, it's something right. that doesn't go with me. I'm sorry. I cannot do it. And I've said, no. So sure, it doesn't fit well, you know, we had yeah. this, we had this sponsor who wanted to give us like the hard hat with the beard. Oh yeah. yeah. We we're all about it. Then it fell apart. Oh, like, we'll do anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Have you taken that that whole approach with trying to tap in the kids with social media accounts or going to somebody locally that that has a big following to try yeah. to so leverage? That is one thing that we are trying to do, and yeah. I have um, I have some of the students actually working on that because my content may not be as cool as their content. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Trending. So yeah. I have some mm. students that post content and things like that. I will say that we have not done as much as I, as we want to, but it's more of, you know, I personally don't have time, unfortunately, because I'm only in the rec 20 hours a week. Yeah. But I have been trying to give my students more autonomy to post things. And that's why I like joked with the whole TikToks. Um, I'm not on it all the time. Mm -hmm. I like it, but I'm not on it all the time. To me, it's a slippery slope and it's real easy sure. to like, scroll through yeah. and you have four kids i have five kids it's hard it's hard <laughs> like i don't have time unfortunately yeah. to sit there and do that but they're on it they know what the trends are so i give my students the autonomy to like that's find great, a trend that's and great. post you know, a lot of people something. a lot of people are afraid to give up the control right um and and you know, there's obviously a certain degree you don't want somebody to misrepresent the brand and do something harmful to it. But for the most part, you have to be in a position of trust and say, like, like you know how to do this. Right. Um, this is going back four years ago at the time that YSU was just getting their Snapchat channel going. Oh. Yeah. It was crazy, the statistics that they had. Mm -hmm. Um in fact, there was a couple of local events going on where I actually brought it up in meetings to say, like, you really, if you want to tap into YSU, like, the best thing you could do is get a meeting with the marketing director at the time, who's now uh, the social media director at the Columbus Airport. 
Um, Katie Hartwig is amazing. She and actually my former social media marketing manager is now in her place at YSU. So oh, wow. we um Katie Burgess. She just she just bought a membership. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to her. She bought a stack membership. Put that in the so, whole rotation, yeah, right? So and, and and so I'd say, look, you wanna you wanna hit like YSU. Mm-hmm. I go meet with them and I and I would encourage you to figure out what the agreement of the deal looks like to get into their Snapchat feed. Mm. Let them just go. Let they put it in the hands of the students. You're gonna get and they would be like, they'd look at me like, no, mm. <laughs> that's not real, it's not radio, it's yeah. not billboard. Right. I'm like, well, right. you're missing a great opportunity. Right. Because yeah. that's where all the kids are looking. Yeah, right. and Snapchat right. is huge. Oh, and yeah. because I have two children at that age, like right. they don't even text anymore. The only people that text them are me. Yeah. You know, they're it's all snap. snap. They're all snapping each other. And it's a just bizarre like, thing. It's, it's like a, you're taking a quick They snap, they go on live feeds, and then they talk to yes. other people. That's yeah. it. Other, I mean, it's like, what's, yeah. a, what's a bizarre thing is the <laughs> usage. Yeah. And so if you're in, if you're in marketing and you have kids, it's like this built-in focus group. Mm-hmm. And my kid gets in the car after school, holds the phone, takes a picture, and puts it on Snaps. Right. Like, yep. What are you doing? Yeah. That's exactly my response. I'm like, what are you it's, doing? It's snapping a picture. Yeah. And then they have that streak going. Yes. Oh, the streak thing annoys me. Streaks. Actually, yeah. Because yeah. it's like you have to just keep it going. I'm like, I don't – I mean – I love that. Is that the equivalent know. of But to me, that's that competitive thing. It, it is. Like if they're a competitive person, like <laughs> yes. they are, like, I would have that <laughs> on that. I'm like, I got to keep the streak going. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What was the equivalent of that, though, growing up? Was that like throwing the ball back and forth to each other until somebody dropped it? <laughs> I don't even know. Or was that like the mixtape? Like, you made a mixtape. You made a mixtape for somebody. Yeah. And now, now, do you make a Spotify list for somebody? Yeah. Oh, God. Are you even old enough to know about mixtapes? Yes, I do. <laughs> first of all, do you know what a snake is? <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, okay, I was not. Like, I thought you. I had a walk. No, my sister. Like you know, this is obviously before like even an iPod came out. But like she, we would record. Like we put a cassette tape into the radio, record like a thirty oh, yeah. minutes, and then put it in the Walkman. I would go outside or. You know, if a CD player right. when that came yeah. out, that was huge. But you'd be running with a CD player, and it's like yeah. skipping, and oh, you're like, yeah. ah, like it was just so terrible. Yeah. You know, and then like the wired thing, you're just it was a hot needed mess. the yellow yes. Sony Walkman. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. But I will say this real quick: I tapped into my parents' <laughs> albums the other night. Okay, oh, I did a whole thing on TikTok. People were going nuts. I mean, I'm talking about like Michael Jackson, like you know, like right. everything, like Saturday Night Fever, mm-hmm. and I'm like just and people are like. Yeah, I'm like, we need to bring that back because there's like a yeah, whole nother level is. of like people that are out there like, yeah, I don't want to do this Spotify stuff. Like bring out the albums and right. I feel like it can make. So that's funny like, you say that way. because at the rec, we just have every winter we have a welcome week event. Yeah. And it's called rock the rec. Oh, cool. And so this past welcome week, the first week of school, we had a DJ or we actually had a band play. We tie dyed shirts. But one of our big things we didn't think was going to be a huge deal was paint an album cover. And somebody brought one of our, you know, my coworkers brought in old albums and things like that. And we made photos of them and copies. And so the students we're painting the album covers on canvases. That's so cool. And that's so cool. that's just one of those things that vintage. Yeah. yeah. Kind of vintage. Yeah. 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 That is, they used to be so big. It was the big thing. Like yeah. it's the album cover going. But I would oh. always joke, or when we were, I was like, oh, I remember listening to this album when my mom, we had yeah. this whole routine. My mom every Saturday morning would put on like an album yeah. and we'd clean yes. the house. Well, I think, I think the cool like thing that. about I yes. think the cool thing about an album and what the difference that the kids don't get today mm-hmm. is there's music so readily available mm-hmm. that they can just skip through like any kind of song. Right, right. Where before, like when you put an album on, it was like you started it yep. and you listened to the whole thing through. Yep. No matter if you were doing something to it. Yeah. But like if you were like in the art or whatever, yeah. it would just play in the background and you had it going like and it kind of like created your mindset in a sense. Yes. Now it's like it's all oh, over the place. But yeah. you yeah. would listen to the whole thing, and sometimes you would come across a song that yes. wasn't popular but would be your favorite. Oh and yeah! You're like oh, this yes. is awesome. Yeah. Why are they not playing this on yeah. the radio? Security. Then you go yeah. see them live, and you're like, everybody else I, I, likes it too. Yeah. <laughs> What's the first concert you ever went to? Period. Mm. Wow. Oh, ever. That's a good one. I don't even know. 
I have two. Like I have one that I went to with my parents. And right. the first one I ever went to on my own. So I have one of those. And my too. parents were loosey goosey. Like they were very strict. <laughs> they were like disciplinarians. But they let my sister go to a Motley Crew concert when she was like 16 oh, at the cool. Richfield Coliseum. Cool. And looking cool. back on that now, like if you watch The Dirt on uh, the uh, Netflix oh, yeah. or eight, I'm oh, like, yeah. what in God's name were they right. thinking? They, yeah. they were yeah. the people in the parking lot that let yep. her go in with her friends and wait until the concert was over. And I'm like, holy smoke. So yeah. my I have two concerts that one's the first one with my parents mm. we went and saw donnie and marie osmond at the front row theater i remember that it gets even better oh boy oh boy <laughs> so we got pulled out of school back then like when you got pulled out of school i was in the first grade like you were the hero of the class oh yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. knew you're like walking out oh, people yeah. are high-fiving you <laughs> and went home <laughs> My mom and my aunt made us, me, and then my, it was my sister and my two cousins, Lisa and Jody. They made us matching outfits. Oh, oh shut no. up. I had a slick vest. I was like just doing it. And then, um, well, that was popular. They were on the yeah, TV and everything. Oh, they yeah, were huge. Were and, then this, and I couldn't, oh, I, and, yeah. and my mind was blown. And they were, they were in three right in front of me. Like, wow. I was like, they're real. Um, and then the second, um, and Donnie's hair was like as good as advertised in person and like yeah. the side yeah, yeah, like the yeah. side carve over. Oh yeah. Um I saw the I saw and my one of my best friends, we grew up on the same block. He never lets me live this down. We all went to Struthers Field House at 13 years old to see the new kids on the block. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> Fast forward, like uh, Joanna was pregnant with baby number two or three. Did she go? She went to that last tour. We were living in Columbus. We drove up to Cleveland to meet her sister. She went to that show. So wow. anyway. That's funny. Talk that, that one. I wow. can't. Come on. I so the first one I happened to, this makes me sound really nerdy, no. but when I was in <laughs> sixth grade, I was still in Girl Scouts. Yeah, and we went cool. to the Ohio State Fair and did this marionette show, whatever. Yeah. But after we did it, we were allowed to walk around the fair, and somehow we walked into the concert that was going on. Yeah. <gasps> Do you know what it, who it was? Cool in the gang. Which yes! Yes! Oh, yeah. Cool in the gang. Oh, sure. I was like, that makes me sound really old, no. but I don't even think I really knew who yeah. Cool in the Gang was when I was in sixth grade. But I was like, Fantastic. who is this? That's close. That's just at all. No almost. matching outfit. It was, oh, but you were so. a Girl Scout. I was you were a Girl Scout. I was. Yeah. And that was literally here. Like their meteoric rise through, you know, and so that was like kind of at the top of the mountain, maybe. Maybe right. just at the top of the backside of the mountain, right? right? But they were here. They yeah. were here in Youngstown like two years ago. Oh yeah, they, no, that. they were here. They were here a long time before that too. They, and they, they were here. They played out at Kafara yeah. Field. Oh, Kafara yeah. Field. And, yeah. and then there. I think they've been. They played the Lake Club too. And they oh played yeah, the oh. but the, the guy, <laughs> the, but the guy knows people from Young. He has yeah. family in Youngstown. Oh, I didn't know so that. That's really funny. Yeah, he has a He's connection. Old. That's what I said. Like when I was here, like I was like really. I think. One of the just the founding members just passed away. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they just keep like introducing new people yeah. into it. Yeah. So I think, and then my first one, I can't even remember. It was like a almost like a Lollapalooza, but it was not oh. Lollapalooza. And it was at Buckeye Lake. Mm. In I saw Columbus Jimmy area. Buffett at Buckeye Lake, and it was wow. a disaster. So, oh. but I will say, I can't <laughs> even remember what this festival was called, but it had like three stages. But, um, Lenny Kravitz was brand new oh, wow. at that time, oh, wow. and he was at this festival, and he was amazing in concert. True story. Yeah. So True. I went to one of the one of the festivals, and we we're in the parking lot, and John Popper's walking through from Blue Strawberry, and we're chugging beers, and like we we're like, why are we the only ones tailgating at this concert? And something changed in the culture, like it was not. It was not Lollapalooza. It was like the Fur Festival. I don't know, one of those oh. festivals. And then we're living in New York City, and they have off-leash dog hours in New York. And so I had a dog, uh, uh, 
cocoa at the time, a chocolate lab that I found and I took him in and my, so Joanna and I were just newly married. We're walking around the park pre nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning. And we're walking out of the park because the off hour uh, dog leash hours are over. And so the dog starts running around with this other dog, which was common. They're kind of barking at each other. And I'm like, come on, Coco, we got to go home. And uh, we turn around and there's this man. Oh. <laughs> and he was like glowing. What? At like nine o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> you want to talk about aura? Yes. Like, like just the energy yes. coming off this man was like, and his shirt was unbuttoned down to here. Oh, boy. He was dressed to the, like, you know, and I was like, Lenny Kravitz? It was like total New York City moment, right? Yeah. And, my, and Joanna's like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, you could not make it so obvious. Like, it is I'm Lenny even, Kravitz, Yeah, though. yeah. I'm like, I'm even impressed. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, like, the dogs are running around, and, uh, and they're barking, and he's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, nothing much. Just walking yeah. the dog. And he's like, hey, he's like, I just got back from Sicily because everybody just got back from Sicily. Sure. And he's like, I found this dog in the street, so I decided to take it home with me. I was like, I was like the dogs are barking. I was like, well, he's obviously still speaking it, uh, Italian, right? Because they're barking. You know, my dog speaks English. They don't understand oh each God. other. He's like, oh, that's pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. And we walk home. And that was it. Wow. And she's still like kind of starstruck for about another two blocks. Sure. <laughs> and I and, and and so fast forward, we have a dear friend of ours, and um, in Chicago, and and his him and his wife moved out to L.A. recently, and he's a music producer, and he produced Lady Gaga's um, applause album. Wow. Okay. Wow. So he's at a party in Los Angeles at Lenny Kravitz's house. <laughs> Does he tell and, that story? And I swear to God, I want to swear so bad at him. He has the freaking dog. At the oh, get out of here. Come on. Oh, yes. my Lord. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh. The only Italian-speaking dog. The only, the only Italian Italian-speaking dog. <laughs> at this time, the dog's speaking broken English. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's oh, funny. That is great. you got to have a concert. That's great. Of some capacity. Uh, bewitched. 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 That was my first bewitched. one. Yeah. Was that a play or is that an actual No, group? it was like a group of, like, I that's the thing. Like, I haven't gone to many concerts, which is really sad. You know, oh, I, I I went to know. so many. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you how many. I've been to so many. I, I forgot the long. I in, in my younger days, like, I did not. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a pain. I so wanted to go see Darius Record last summer because uh, I really like his music. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I don't want to go to the kitchen. I will tell. I will tell you what. Though my first concert, just to go back to the first concert. So, um, I was probably I don't know maybe my son's age, 10, yeah. 11. and the the. You know, you have your neighborhood friends, right? Mm -hmm. So my the the kid from down the street was like, "Hey, man," he's like, "My mom said we can go to this concert." She's like, "She'll take us," and like, you know, I'm like, "Okay, yeah." yeah. I'll, hey, mom, can we go to this? Concert? Yeah, you can go. She takes us to Richfield Coliseum to go see ACDC. Oh. We're we're sitting like up at the thing. She, the, his mom went took us. Yeah. We sat next to his mom. She sat there with earplugs in and read a book. <laughs> The whole time while we're sitting there, we're like, yeah! yeah and she just yeah. sat there and read a book. Oh, ACDC oh, is amazing. That First concert so I ever went to, ACDC. Cool. Yeah, at Richfield Coliseum. But it's not a horrible. It's not a horrible in Richfield. You know, it's interesting oh. about that. that like, there, It's funny. Like, you're young, right? And there was this whole thing around ACDC when we were kids that they were like oh. devil worship. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right, right. And then right. there was like one album where oh, they yeah. put horns on the guy. Uh, yeah. And the next thing you know, like there's stories about them killing puppies at uh, concerts. Oh, and like you're like 10 and you're like, my parents would buy me Kiss records. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> guy bleeding from his yes. mouth. Hey, here's this record, son. Yeah. I went to Gene Simmons yeah. and Paul Stanley, yeah. two back-to-back -back Halloween. Halloween. Second grade oh. and third grade. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that was great. And they let Huge. us go to school like that, too. Oh, yeah. No oh, demonic, like, oh, yeah. oh, can't do it's this. It's so different now. Oh, like, kids yeah. oh. can come to any, like, and you basically have to wear a paper bag, and that's it at school for Halloween. It's yeah. just, you can't do anything. A paper bag. You can't wear masks. You can't wear masks. You can't, wear masks. Yeah. You know, you you can't have, have anything covering your face. Mask, yeah. any fake kind of weapon. You right. know, we were coming in with, like, fake swords. Gun. I mean, not that, yes. but it wasn't a thing. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Now. My son went as uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, the red suit and the black mask from the um, the show. Deadpool? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> That's uh, it's just like the big, huge thing on TV. Uh, oh, the, oh the, squid, the, the, the squid, squid, games. squid, squid games. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, Dad, I'm gonna go to squid. I'm like, what, what 
are you gonna? You can't do that. Yeah. First of all, you can't wear a mask. I'm yeah. like, you're gonna go to school in like in a red jumpsuit. Oh yeah, yeah, red leotard. That's what he did, did he? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Totally That's did. awesome. Oh my god. Well, this has been so much fun. Like I could I mean we oh, this gosh. could become yeah. a regular every week. Uh, we I should. really appreciate you all coming on by. Um we're gonna end the show, but you don't have to leave. Amanda Reardon, yeah. YSU Recreation yes. Center. Check them out online. Yeah. Um, do you have to be a student or faculty to be able to join? You do not. We offer alumni memberships. We also offer plus one memberships. So if you have a student that goes to YSU, yep. they can sponsor you to be a member. <laughs> Our memberships are very affordable, um, yeah. so come check us out. Come we check have a lot of training out. programs that are all included in your membership. Yeah. You're, work, you're working great. downtown. It's a great opportunity for you to be able to bust out during uh, your lunchtime hour and, and yeah. uh, go, go get some fitness on. Absolutely. Uh, Vicki, thank you for stopping on by. Where can people thank find you? you, um, you could, I have a website, so slickvic.com, um, but then Instagram, TikTok, Twitter is all slickvicba. Gotcha. Yep. Donna Dragos, thank you for coming on over across of uh, Market Street today. <laughs> I crossed over. Yeah, you did. To the other side. You did. I did. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So and thank you, everybody, for dropping on by. We're going to definitely get the notes up from this show. We'll be back next week uh, with a great show, great lineup. We will have Don Rittenauer from Yo Fresh Foods. And we also have, um, oh gosh, when I say I'm bad with names. We have the uh, founder of the Austin Town um, uh, 